You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, Internet? It's Brandon. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're also drinking bourbon. Yes, we are. Cheers. Cheers See what we cheers, got today. Cheers. Mmm, this smells tasty. It smells familiar. Mmm. We are still working through this sweet, sweet bottle of Elijah Craig. Mr. Craig. Which was a recommendation from uh, our 51% show, right? It was. Yeah, it's one of their, what, top five? Yeah, 94 proof. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, Elijah Craig, small batch. There you go. If you haven't tried it, you're missing nice. out. It's, it's got a nice little finish, a little burn, a little, little flavor. Caramelly. Sounds nice in the glass. It does. Excellent. It even sounds nice. Yeah, it does. <laughs> anyway, what's what, up, man? Not much, man. This is the first time we've had a show just me and you in a while. I know. It's kind of uncomfortable. Reunited like being... <laughs> and it feels so... I know. I feel like we've, yeah. we're not as intimate as we once were. I'm stuck in this room with you. It and... used to be just me and you, and then we started bringing in these third parties, and you know what they say about bringing in third parties. It's, it gets complicated. Does it? Three, three's a crowd? Three's a company. Three's a company? Two's a company. Three's a crowd. Two's not a company. Either way. Anyway. So, <laughs> What's, what have you been up to, man? <laughs> oh, not much, dude. I am, to, to be quite honest, I'm a, little, I'm a little stressed. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice out there in the- <laughs> You're always stressed. Internet land. Uh, but yeah, there's just so much going on. It's, it's a busy month already. Yeah, man. Even though we are, just started. Things are coming together. Yeah, so it's a lot of pre-production and a lot of um, managing of schedules- yeah. Trying to like, okay, make sure you don't double book yourself and make sure that, you know, everyone's happy and yes. it's tough. Do you find yourself before shoots or during pre-production, you, it's hard to sleep? Drinking a lot of bourbon? <laughs> no, not no. that. Oh, sorry. Is it hard? I find myself, especially before <clears throat> shoot day. Yeah. Like before a shoot day, I can't sleep. No, it's impossible. It's the worst. Yeah. Because like, I know I need to sleep. I purpose, pur- purposefully, purposefully go to bed early. Yeah. And I just, because I'm running through my head, like, shot list things. I don't want to forget anything, you no. know, props, um, no matter how line, much, all that stuff. No matter how much prep you do and no matter how in line things are, that that's always the case. You're it's always like, oh, God. Did I, I, like, I wake up and I'll, like, write down stuff, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I can fall asleep. I wrote down that thing that I thought I was going to forget. Yep. Nope. Can't do it. Restless. No, I, I think a lot of people are that way. I'm, I'm like that. Yeah. So... Makes it tough though, and you wake up and you've sure. got a long shoot day. And I do find that if it's a longer term gig, like three, four, or five days, it gets easier every day after that. Hmm. Yeah, because you things start to fall in line. You're yeah. not worried about dropping the ball. You're no. kind of in a groove. Yeah, like we got one day in the can. All right, on to day yeah. two. Feel feel good. I can sleep. Now. I agree with that. Yeah. So like, and by the time you get to the end of the project, no one cares. No, you're just like ah, let's just well, you shoot it. Yeah, it's done. You get it done, but. Like 18-day movies or, you know, three, four, five-week movies, when I used to do those, it, it got way easier, you know, week two. Yeah. It's like, ah, all right, we're in the swing of things now. I guess that's true. Yeah. Because we've got a couple of projects, ongoing projects we do that I feel the same way. Even traveling out of town, it's kind of like we've done yeah. certain gigs. It's almost like continuation of the same project. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Hmm. Yeah, what have you been up to? Uh, This week, uh, watching the Oscars. I did watch that as well. That was pretty fun. It was. We, uh, you and I, actually kind of live tweeted the thing. We tw- we were 
we Twitterific. We tw- Twitterfied. We Twitterfied it. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. Yeah, man. What do you What are your thoughts? What do you think? I uh, I really enjoyed it. It was uh, you know as controversial, I guess, as you quote controversial as it was with Chris Rock hosting yeah. and you know all the. What do you the, think? How do you think he did? I loved it, dude. I thought he did a great job. Yeah, um, I thought he did a great job too. Um, he hit the he hit the hard points, but still softened it up. Although he lost some he lost some points with the Asian jokes. Which I don't. It a little undermined what he was doing. Nah, but what? Still. So is it, it to, to unify people who have a common enemy and bring in a third party? Uh, everybody can make fun of. Yeah, uh, I'm don't just know. saying. Like, I don't it, think he meant it. That I'm way, just saying yeah. though. You know, in what he making a joke, a racial joke, mind you. True. When he was trying to create a whole night against that type of thing. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. He like he would have not done that. He could have potentially had a, had a, a killer night. True. No, I, I agree. It was, there was a that was a mishap a little bit. But if the biggest like racial joke is that you're good at something, mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty soft blow. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, you know, so I think uh, it was more a jab. In my yeah. my opinion, the way I took that joke, it was more a a jab and a hey let's talk about child labor like this is something that needs to be addressed hmm. yes this is a joke and yes we worked in the small little agent asian like portion of that but it's more about it was more the punchline like hey these kids also made your phone like oh crap we need to talk about child labor all right i think you're giving the the viewer a little too much credit to connect the dots on that and figure it I'm out just, that's how i connected my dots so here's the thing so, so speaking of comedy the other person on on the panel that I thought was just a jerk. Was yeah. Louis, Louis C.K. <clears throat> yeah, I saw your, your uh, friend message. of mine. Friend of mine, he's a filmmaker as well. Um, he had he had shot me an email based on that response, um, private versus public. Yeah, uh, but it, it was cool, and he had a good point of view. He was like, you know, he's a comedian. He's trying to like, you know, it was his. He said, you know, viewed it kind of like he was roasting, more of a roast, like, hey, these people actually do it for the heart, not the money. Yeah. But I just felt like I don't know, man. I felt like it. It made him look like a jerk, and it was just kind of like I thought it was. I don't know. I thought it was just a little eh. A little tasteless. Consider, yeah, a little tasteless. Considering the, these are the small guys, and they work their tails off, mm-hmm. and it felt a little Kanye Taylor Swift to me. What? And it was like, you know what? Just just say something, you know, cool and gracious, and let's Get let's uh, you know hold these people up on high who are out there telling these amazing stories of humanity yeah. for nothing. I completely. This is maybe one point where I agree with you, <laughs> like ever. No, I'm kidding. But um, I did. I took away a little bit of that sentiment as well from that comment. I was, you know, the whole. He basically what I felt he was trying to say is like this is as far as they're gonna go. Ah, their gotcha. career is over. This is their high point in their life. It's like no, dude. You're winning. You're up for an Oscar for best doc short or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is the start of your career. This is, can only yeah. open doors. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Anyway, I just I thought, I'd, yeah. I thought I'd point that out. But that's just me. I don't really like Louis C.K. I, don't I think see. He's I funny. do. I, I think, think he's funny. I think he's the the self deprecating humor is absolutely hilarious. I think he's depressing. Uh, one one person, which I tweeted <laughs> out, and I was like, man, they should have Ali G host the Oscars next year. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen as Ali oh, G geez. on stage. I thought it was hilarious. Wow. That guy's weird. I thought that was probably the best <laughs> um, segment of the entire night. I laughed yeah. 
out loud so hard. He's kind of funny. I don't know if I quite get that type of comedy. Maybe I'm not smart enough. But Yeah, you're probably not. But uh, <laughs> what about, um, let's just get right into, for me, a shocker. Best picture. Yeah. Wow. Really? I, think, I, I haven't even seen it. So. No. I mean, Spotlight. I'm sure Spotlight's good, but I think going into this, you know, best director, best cinematographer, best actor, you know. You'd think it, Revenant was a shit. Yeah. Right? Didn't Revenant win uh, Best Picture for uh, the Globes? It, uh, I think so, yeah. So, I mean, it was rolling at all the other festivals, and then rolling bam. through, yeah. And Spotlight. I wonder, and I talked to a few of my buddies about this, I, I wonder if it was a political move. Yeah, could be. To, you know, further that conversation about church, yeah, I mean, church and everything. Absolutely. I mean, people need so. to be talking about it. I mean, the story highlights yeah. the uh, the atrocities of the Catholic Church and, and molestation yeah. charges and, you know, all that stuff. So, so somebody was like, uh, this needs to be talked about yeah. more. Give it be- best picture so mo- more people go see it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, you got to think that stuff happens. You, I, I do. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's kind of backtracking on a few of my statements in previous episodes, but. Sure. But there, I tell you what, uh, everything's political. Uh, one of our followers on uh, FTB podcast, who shouted out on Twitter, yeah, uh, he, I don't know if you saw his tweet. He said, um, he said, so what did we learn? <laughs> he said, let me let me pull this up. But he uh, he said, what did we learn after watching the Oscars? And he said that we learned that if you want to win Best Picture, hire uh, Michael Keaton, not Leo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was said? from uh, Andrew Deb Debnath. Sorry if I messed your name up, buddy. Uh, but anyway, he's uh, he's a fan of the show, and uh, he, he was chatting to us on Twitter. So awesome. Yeah, we, we like the uh, we like the interaction. Yeah. Keep, keep it up. So what else, man? Oscars, um, what you think about uh, what do you think about old Leo? He got his first gold. Yeah, good for him. I like Leo. I, th- I thought he, sh- to be honest, I thought he should have got it for Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I, w- I thought that was a better performance. Um, I, this isn't going to be a popular statement. I know it's coming. I think he's pretty much exactly the same in every movie that he's in. I don't know. I don't agree with that. I, I couldn't. There were, so watching The Revenant, love The Revenant. That was brilliant. Um, in my opinion, you know, if, if Tom Hardy was up for best actor, he would have absolutely... Dominic, if he was the lead in that movie, talk about another shocker. I agree with you. Best supporting actor, Tom Hardy didn't get it. He got robbed. Tom Hardy, even though he was a supporting actor, was it was probably the best performance of the year. Yeah, like, who got of, it? And the, the guy end. from Bridge of Spies. Yeah, I the was, Polish guy or eh, Russian guy, whatever. Somebody paid for that one. I don't know. Did you see Bridge of Spies? No, why it's would pretty I ever, good. Why but would I ever watch that movie? His. Uh, his, I don't know, maybe it was a historical accuracy thing, accuracy thing or hmm. something like that, but, it, you know, he wasn't that, like, <laughs> I wouldn't say not that good, but it, there wasn't a lot to sure. that performance in that story. Regardless, he Tom, a very low Tom Hardy, in our opinion, you got the yeah. best supporting actor. Tom Hardy, yeah, he was You're amazing. fantastic. But going back to Leo... Good. Yes, it was good, but the first part of The Revenant, I, I found it really hard to look past the fact that, oh, that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Sure. I, I didn't feel, get sucked in. I feel in. that way, though, a lot about about a lot of people, like George Clooney. He's really? the same in every movie. He's just George Clooney. He doesn't yeah, really... Cool I've never guy. seen a movie where George Clooney transforms the way that a Jared Leto transforms or a Matthew McConaughey transforms. True. Those are guys who transform their bodies. 
Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale transforms. Amazing. These are actors who really transform who they are. And yeah. even Jake Gyllenhaal, you're like, wow, this is a different human being. Gyllenhaal's amazing. I, I think so. But yeah. I, I think that, you know, you feel it about Leo. I feel it about Clooney. I feel it about, you know, there's probably, you know, mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon. Really? But that's also a lot of the like, stuff. Like, does she do anything besides be Reese Witherspoon? But no. it's also a lot of the stuff they get cast for. Like, Clooney's hired to play the suave gentleman, sure. like, you know, womanizer type. Like that's just you know who I else think is a cool a, guy is a total monotone actor. Huh. Ryan Gosling. Really? Yeah, he doesn't have range. Huh. But I again. I get what. Yeah. Okay. You're, he's hired to play. He those does parts. his one thing. Yeah. But I mean, even between the pines or whatever, I mean, it's basically the same as the Notebook. The place beyond the pines. I loved that. Yeah, movie. that was a great movie. But it's yeah. basically like the Notebook guy. Yeah. Really cool process. There's an interesting interview about how they shot that. But. Would you think about Brie Larson getting it? Best best uh, female actress. That's awesome, man. Uh, I I haven't I'm a seen fan. it. I haven't seen the room. Well, you know, I'm ashamed I've yet to admit to see it either. But I yeah. know what I have seen. I've seen the United United States of Terra. Yeah, which was a Showtime series that she was it. on, and fell in love with her during that series. She was great. Yeah, you've talked about that a few times. Dynamic yeah. actress, and I'm glad to see that she she got her due. Yeah, and in every interview that they've done with her, she seems like a really kind of genuine yeah. person. So kind of yeah. came from humble beginnings. Exactly. And, she talked a lot about how the room kind of parallels her own life, yeah. As far as you know, lack of growing up with single parents, parents and so, yeah. yeah. Pretty um, cool. You know, one where I was disappointed. What? <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Didgeridoo. <laughs> that was the soundtrack to Sicario. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, I tweeted you, and I was like, "Oh, Sicario's got this." It's got, but. I will say I'm not disappointed uh, with Ennio Morricone's Yeah, uh, I mean, win. it's great. Hateful Eight has a awesome. great theme. Super great theme. And it's very well, it, it's very cohesive, the and entire what thing. A, what a great little moment he had accepting that yeah, award. Just touching. This little old man. Yeah, little oh, old Italian guy. Love that guy. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. What so, a guy. What's another one, man? Well, I've got something to talk about. I don't know. This is not going to be popular. All right, go for it. Is it relating to the Oscars? This, yeah, absolutely. Okay. This okay. is not going to be popular. Although it was one of the most popular movies, I stand by my statement that Mad Max is completely overrated. I ugh. completely overrated. And I thought I was crazy. I thought I was alone. I put out a little message on the intranets and I had a really strong response. A lot of people came back and was like, totally agree, totally agree, totally agree. They were not impressed. Half of them didn't even make it through. I, I know. I've so seen there's that a, a lot. whole sector of people. Well, there are. There who, is. Who just don't get that. Yeah. They didn't connect. And I feel like. Which you know, I don't understand at I, all. I do want to say. It. I do yeah. want to say to clarify my statement. I, I don't have a problem with the awards that it got because it was highly art directed, a lot of costume, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. I yeah. get it. Um, but it just wasn't that great of a movie. Huh. In my opinion. In your opinion. But you know the good thing about art? What's that, Alex? Subjective, Brandon. It's subjective. (sighs) Yes. So everybody's got their own tastes. It's in the Uh, eye of the beholder. And people don't agree with uh, award nominations or- Yeah, or me. Whatever. So uh, (laughs) that is one where I I could have seen and I would not have been disappointed had George Miller won Best Director. Because I feel like that movie, regardless of if you liked it or not, what it took to get that thing done- Mm -hmm. 
and the overall kind of managerial aspect of a director and seeing a vision through, brilliant. Uh, Absolutely yeah. brilliant. So he took his idea, he fleshed it out. So wouldn't you give that to the producer though? No. Okay. That's, I mean, making sure that everything works, you know. Sure. But his like, okay, all, the theme is there. Like there's no straying from his vision. Nothing is out of place. Everything like adheres to mm-hmm. what he wanted. So pretty cool. I love yeah. the movie. I think it has a great soundtrack. <laughs> it got sound mixing. Yeah. Got the whole deal. Sound mixing and sound editing. Yeah. So pretty Which, cool. Whatever. Yeah. What cool. about uh yeah. some of the performances? I wanna I wanna go to a different aspect. Oh, you're of getting into the music side. Oscars. Of I thought regardless of the kind of flub that he had, but I thought uh Sam Smith's performance and his speech were fantastic. Yeah, I'm not gonna hate on Sam Smith. He yeah. was he was definitely he got a little pitchy, some weird things happened on his voice mm-hmm. that don't happen on the record. Because it's live. Yeah. Uh, but then again, Adele totally bombed the Grammys. Yeah. She sounded horrible. Yeah. I wasn't um, a big fan of Lady Gaga. And I'm Gaga not a big fan of Adele, by the way. Really? Let's just, yeah. Let's just throw this out there. I don't Why? think she's that great. I like it. She's all right. You don't think she's talented? Her first album was really good. Yeah? Anyway, it's just a side note. Overhyped? I, the new stuff is just kind of, eh. All right. What do I know? Adele Ferris. Just a guy. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I thought his- uh, Gaga was cool. was cool. I didn't like it. No? No. I don't. I'm not a big fan of. I like Gaga. Her voice. I think she's a good songwriter. Yeah. Um, but I think if she has other people sing it, it sounds better. I don't. So, I was looking at it as the. I guess maybe I was looking at the the message and statement. the intensity of it. Yeah, I mean that was cool. Kind of like, interesting. The whole freaking. I Oscars, like her theatrics. Yeah. Well, the whole show, like the whole theatrics. Oscars show, was full of messages yeah. and hey let's talk about this sure. and don't forget about that yeah let's just and, what, what, so we had we had an anti-rape message yep we had a, you had a gay rights message gay rights message we had, had a, a equality rape, message yep. and we had a, a environmental message and you had a religious message in spotlight yes i mean like yeah but that was sexual abuse like but it's separate from separate from uh, rape from, rape. from yeah. college rape that could, that could be our top five. It's, top five social issues. <laughs> yeah, that appeared in the in the Oscars. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a, a message-filled night. Yeah. But again, cool. I thought the cool thing about Chris Rock was that he was able to kind of take all these things, distill it down into a, a comedic sure. delivery, like you said, to soften the blow. You yeah. Know, hey, let's talk about it, but you're allowed to laugh. It's fine. Like, let's, let's chuckle a bit, yeah. but then let's, you know. He went pretty hard on Jada Pinkett. <laughs> that was, but his line yeah. with uh, his line about Rihanna was, I mean, a little raunchy. Wow, yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah, but a little, a little Jeez. much. Well, Oscars. if you if you want to chime in, or you know, if you want to share your opinion, hit us up on uh, FTB Podcast on Twitter at yeah. FTB Podcast. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We'd like to get your opinions on these sorts yeah, of things. What did you think? Yeah, what did you think about what's going on out there in the yeah. world? Did you think uh, Mad Max should have won? Yeah, that's a good question. Mad yeah. Max, should it have won? Let's you know what hear we from need the to real... do more of? We what's need to that? do more Twitter polls. We do need to do another Twitter poll. Oh, yeah. by the way, the last Twitter poll, which was on, would you rather be on time or on budget? Yeah. Everybody said on time. Really? Yeah, everybody wants to be on time versus on budget. Well, I think that there's some kind of some crossover there. Yeah. You know, if you uh, if you go over time for the day, you're spending more money. So Sure. A little bit of crossover. Yeah. So, anyways. Uh, Very cool. What are you working on, man? What? Like I said earlier, you know, I'm doing a lot of pre-production. I've got a 
ton of stuff coming up. Um, tons of calls come in, which I feel blessed, honestly. Yeah. So thank you to everyone that's hiring I call, us. I called you. You did. I called you. You did. I said, hey, Alex. You, you said, hey, you what, uh, yeah, are you, uh, what kind of sandwich are you eating right now? That was your call. Um, um, no, but yeah, there's there's a lot of calls coming in. It's going to be a busy year, I think, for for everybody. Uh, it's kind of yeah. cool because I'm you know, getting to call up my regular crew again and, hey, are you available? Let's do this. We got this going on. and But it does take a lot of management and a lot of, a lot of time. Nice. Anything that you've just recently shot or anything that's in pre-production you can talk about? or Yeah, there's so – not on the commercial front, but on the uh, narrative front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, we kind of hinted at it. A couple shows ago, I shot this short film um, with Adam Mark Brown, same dude I did Daniel and Siri with, yep. called Lapses. It's like a seven to eight minute, seven, eight, nine minute, sub 10 minute short. As in like time lapse or like laps, like, like lap- dance on my lap? No, L-A-P-S-E-S, <laughs> like lapses in time. Okay. Yes. Uh, like missing Not chunks lapsis. Lapsis, <laughs> not lap band surgery. All right. But lapses. Got it. Plural of laps. Got it. <laughs> anyway, it's a kind of a psychological thriller. Nice. Yeah, sub ten minutes. Really cool. But the neat thing about it, what I liked, uh, was it we really had to stretch and reach and be creative because we had very very little money, basically no money. Uh, so interior, it was shot in a, a hotel room, mm-hmm. like east, an hour east of Cincinnati. Um, and we shot all the interior stuff with nothing but practical light. So it was all creative staging of actors and, you know, uh, positioning of lamps and such to get backlight and fill and all that jazz. And it it turned out really, really cool. Awesome. Yeah. So just, it was neat to see what we could do with, with nothing. Where can people find all these things that you do? Are, they, are there links on your website? Uh, they well, there yeah, there are images on my website, and then all these films are on Facebook. There's you know individual pages. So this is like Facebook.com/slash/lapses or lapses film. Sure. Why don't you take all of the short films that you're yeah. working on or have worked on? Let's Compile get them on them. a blog post. Let's do it. Let's let people find these things. Yeah, there's a, there's a wide range. So, nice. but uh, then going back to the previous one we shot, Daniel and Siri. Um, and then with Brad Gollowin, Eddie, which are two kind of uh, character pieces, they are both screening uh, March 15th up in Columbus. Cool. At the Gateway. All right. Well, if you yeah. are in Columbus or near Columbus- March 15th. Go hang out with Alex. Yeah, 7 p.m. We'll be there. Tickets are eight bucks. Um, so it's less than the price of a real, you know- Just Hollywood one screening movie. or both? They're both going to play back to back. So Eddie, wow. Eddie is preceding uh, Daniel and Siri. Eddie's eight minutes, and Daniel and Siri's thirty-two minutes. So you have forty Man. minutes of cinema. Wow! And then we get a, you know, we'll we'll be around and maybe do a, a talky thing and discuss I, how we, I how we did to, it. I might have to come up. I want you to come up. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get a formal invitation yet because it just went out today, buddy. <laughs> Actually, today this episode is coming out on Friday. It came out on Thursday yesterday. Nice. So. It's kind of weird, this time deal. But, yeah, it's going to be really fun. I think it'll be um, a good time, like, you know, just t- chat about how we did it. We'll hopefully have some crew there. And then we're trying to do a, uh, a Cincinnati screening since most of the crew is from Cincinnati. Nice. So, yeah. actually reached out to uh, Kristen Irwin. There you go. Via email and said, hey, you got any, uh, got any contacts at theaters and for screenings? And Yeah. See what happens. That's cool, man. Yeah. What about you? Man, I've been hustling. 
You're always hustling. Hustling. Uh, Working your corner. The last, the last, uh, I'm trying to expand my block. You know what I mean? Um, Taking over. The, out the, the other last clips. time we, we caught up, I was talking about a lot of proposals that went out. Yeah. Um, we like 2200 or something? Like that? <laughs> no. We have actually gotten word back from multiple places and they have, uh, they have said they want to do work with LeapFrame. Congratulations. So my. My company, Leapframe Digital Film and Motion Design, is uh, moving forward on some cool projects. Um, mm-hmm. Can't be specific. One of them is a university mm. project that uh, is a is a broadcast commercial for a university, which should be really cool. Um, one is potentially with a, an agency out of Texas. Wow. So we're expanding the block that realm. Nationwide, um, my friend. We're talking to some people. Yeah. A few people we know. Um so that's kind of cool. Um, that's awesome. And I just I, I just shot something yesterday. You did, yeah, yeah. We saw some stills online. What was that? Um, so a lot of times, you know, we'll get we'll get projects in that are, um, you know, that are small. They're 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 decent enough projects that we want to take them. Yeah. As far as financially, but they're too small to really bring in the big guns like yourself and gaffers and grips and all that sort of stuff. For sure. So it's a little more of a run and gun crew shooting on the. Canon C100 Mark IIs. So uh, that's when I put on my uh, my director of photography hat. <laughs> and uh, Well, you've become well-versed in that thing. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the benefit of those cameras, though. It's so easy to sure. use. And uh, so we went out, and it was it's – I can't really talk about it because of NDAs, but – um, It was stylistically. Long story short, yeah. uh, it's for an agency who helps do research of some sort. Okay. They are trying to prove their capabilities of research to a manufacturer that makes clothing. One of which, if I said their name, you would be like, ah, I've seen them before Hmm. on every sports channel. (laughs) So, uh, fun project, cool brands involved, going to get exposure with some really cool brands. But what we had to do is we had to capture basically people who are like active lifestyle, but also like fashionable sort of related so we had a girl who was like CrossFit sneakerhead. Um, we had her out running and doing pull-ups and, and that sort of thing. We had a, a kid who was like a baller. He's like at the courts, you know, that sort of deal. Mm-hmm. And then we had like a, like a shoe collector sneakerhead. He's at like the the shoe boutique, like checking out the sneaks, different stuff. Mm. And um, and you know, had him sort of walking down the middle of the street. We actually had three dolly shots. None of them were on a dolly. <laughs> so handheld? I'll, so I'll explain. So yeah. we're, we're running handheld on the C100, and our first, sorry, one was on a dolly. Our first dolly shot happened on uh, my longboard. Really? And so we needed to get a shot of from behind, uh, shoulders up, of Brittany running. Okay. And so I just you know pedaled, push kicked on the old uh, longboard and. And got the shot. Holding the C100 Holding in your hand. Holding the C100, yeah. Wow. And it looks great. You're just going to stabilize it with Premiere? Uh, no, it's all handheld. It looks great. Man. Yeah. So it's just got that nice handheld look to That's it. That's cool. And yeah, every, a raw. Everything we shot was 60 uh, frames per second. Yeah. Um, And so to give it some drama, there's like a little bit of a freestyle rap sort of thing that goes over top of it with some music. It's very stylistic piece. Uh, urban. Yeah. It sounds very and, urban. Um, and so that was the first dolly shot. The, the next dolly shot was... Um, well, it was using our, our little, um, SERP slider. Magic carpet. So I had the SERP magic carpet, two and a half foot slider, um, which we got this really cool shot. This kid's like, 
got a basketball. He's like lacing up his sneaks, and mm-hmm. then he gets up from the curb, grabs the ball, bounces it, and he's out of frame. And that was all like great, just beautiful sun behind him. It was amazing. Nice um, little flare action going yeah, on. Yeah, what time of day did you shoot this stuff? Well, we got up for the first shots at five in the morning. It's all magic hour. And, well, it wasn't that magical because uh, overcast. Oh, um, but yeah. we did get some nice morning light. We did That's actually good. the sun peeked through for like a minute, and we caught it, and we got some nice flares. Cool. So it was kind of fun. Um, but then the last one, the last dolly shot of the day was um, me sitting on on the front of the car, and then me sitting on the back of the car. <laughs> really, <laughs> we were going uh, we were going very slow on a street that was not occupied, so we were pretty safe about it. But for sure, it was definitely a uh, very loose rig. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's an Instagram channel for those type of rigs. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh, so it was fun. Um, we had a lot of fun. We got some cool content. I can't wait to see it come together. Um, Kyle's back at the shop cutting mm-hmm. some stuff up now, trying to like your stuff's you know, always throw it cool. In. Stuff's always so I cool. think it's going to have a nice look to it, a nice vibe. But um, speaking of you know, uh, projects similar to that, kind yeah. of the the dock lifestyle, you know, mm-hmm. sun flares and golden hour deal. Yeah. Didn't uh, didn't one of your projects uh, maybe get some recognition recently? Uh, yeah, we were lucky enough. Um, so the the Addy Awards, which are the AAF, the Advertising American Advertising Federation, um, nationwide organization, it's where all the agencies submit their creative work. It gets judged and it gets awarded. There's the Silver Award, and then a step above that, the highest honor is the Gold mm. Award. And I was actually super surprised. We won a Gold Addy for sixty seconds or less branded content for the piece I did on Bulky. Which was the veneer the, company? The wood veneer company. Wow. Um, and, you know, we've talked about that on the show before. We got up super early to catch a guy using a chainsaw at Magic Hour. Yeah. And evidently somebody liked it. Everybody so likes it. It was a good little piece and it was a lot of fun. But, yeah. um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was good. Nice work, dude. Very so, nice. There you go. Proud of you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Well, I owe it all to you, buddy. So proud to know you. I owe you. it all to you. No, you don't. I owe it all to you. All, all the tips and tricks I've stolen over the years. You have just, just <laughs> stealing them all away. Pretty soon I'm going to be worthless and kick to the curb. Yeah. Until it involves shooting on anything other than the Canon C100 <laughs> Mark old. II. It's all what is that camera? Yeah. What is that? I don't know what that is. Mm. Um, We're all going to be taking – all of our jobs are going to be taken by robots anyway. Yeah, that's a true story. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of robots, coming back to the Oscars, yeah, uh, Ex Machina. Visual effects. It got something. Which blows, How fun was that? I love it. And I'm so surprised that they didn't give it to uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Which obviously had the most visual effects, but I'm so glad they chose Ex Machina because I thought it was the most appropriate VFX. Sure. Not only that, but they should have got best dance sequence. <laughs> if that's a thing, <laughs> it would be amazing. Yeah, boogie sorry. down. Sorry, uh, not to get Oscar Isaac. Jump back to Oscars, but anyway, speaking of cool. Oscar Isaac, yeah. Anyway, yeah, he's awesome. Oh, uh, do all sorts of tie-ins, but yeah, no, that was great. And they, um, did you read about how they did that? No. The so typically with visual effects where they're replacing body parts and full CG characters and stuff, they'll put a bunch of tracking markers all over you. Mm-hmm. And you have to shoot it and light it in such a way that the visual effects artists have all that contrast so they can track the markers right. and all do all their magic. With Ex Machina, they basically just said, shoot it like you would a normal movie. We got it. Don't worry about it. And so they went in and, you know, rotoscoped everything and tracked based on other features and not dots. And they lit it like a dramatic piece and didn't have to worry about it. Wow. 
And I think it was the mill, the group that did it, yeah. went in and they just some, killed it. They do some pretty rowdy work. Which they did a similar thing recently for a, a Chemical Brothers music video, mm-hmm. which is pretty neat. Yeah. Like turning her skin into mesh and stuff. But yeah. Good stuff. A lot of things happening out there, buddy. There are. Um, oh, I got some things I'm excited about. Yeah? Um, I've been putting together my list of stuff for uh, I need to buy for 2016. You have. Yeah, you called me about that. You're going to buy some cool stuff. You gotta, if you got a production company, you got to have budgets. you got to yeah. have things. you got to have stuff. Um, we, yeah, I think I'm going to add- um, Batteries. I think I'm going to add- I think I'm going to add some uh, w- some wireless mic capabilities. Ooh. It's not something that we need often, but we do need it, and more and more we're getting uh-huh. we're getting into some of those situations. So, you know, when you're let's take a moment here. When you're building a production company, whether it's you're a one man band or whatnot, you have to balance your income with your investments. True. So you can't buy it all at once. So you have to buy what is necessary first. Unless your dad gives you a $200 million (laughs) loan. Unless you're a trust fund kid (laughs) and you graduate college with a red dragon and a a red weapon and all the lights you need. So, And those people are out there. We know who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, We love you anyway. They will do your music video for free. (laughs) Um, But the rest of us are trying to feed our families. And so as we're building a company and a small business like like my little production company, um, you you can't buy it all at once. So you got to buy what you need now. Piece by piece. And it was one of those things where for us, you know, wireless mics and uh, shotguns and stuff like that, um, we just didn't find ourselves using a whole lot internally because those types of projects, typically we had a sound guy on anyway. Mm-hmm. So we were like, you know, a lot of that stuff, let's just not have in-house. Um, but then sometimes you want to do something in-house and you kind of want a shotgun mic and you're like, we don't have one. Yeah. And I'm not, it's an internal project, so I'm not going to hire a sound guy. So over time you start to build up stuff. So this year I was like, you know what? It's time. So we're probably going to get uh, I call I reached out to our, our buddies from um, Sennheiser. Oh, cool! I think I'm gonna even though there's other options for us where we're at, what we need it for, and our price point. I think we're going to go with the Sennheiser stuff and maybe pick up an AVX wireless kit. There you go. And one of their shotguns. That's that's kind of fun. Very cool. Yeah. So we're adding that to the mix. Getting some new. I'm replacing all my SD cards. So they're, what do they now? They're like two years um, old. They're like three years old. Three years old. I've had SD cards, and again, they might work for another five years. But it's one of those things where don't chance it. I am yeah. feeling superstitious that it's time because these things get beat up. They're exposed to sand and elements, and or you know different negative fifteen degree yeah, weather, like different stuff. Yeah. And so you know they can only do so much. Um, and I don't want them to go corrupt with client footage. So no. I decided this is the year. But they're so cheap now. Yeah, 32 gig cards are like 20 bucks. Yeah, there's no reason not to do that. So I bought a bunch of new SD cards. I got some new batteries for my LED lights. Cool. Um, Because those things tend to drain out pretty quick. Yeah, we run out of those all the time. So I got some new batteries. Um, We got it. We got the new Solo uh, 3DR Solo drone. You did, which I haven't seen yet. I've yet to fire it up. But you say it looks. Amazing. It's phenomenal. The design of it. Wow. Very cool. If you're interested in that drone, go back and listen to the show. We had the guys from 3DR on the show. Yeah. Uh, the 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 phone patch was a little sketchy, but it was still a good interview. Yeah. I think we um, recapped it enough. Yeah. Right? So long story short, I'm excited about all these things because that's you know that's good. That means things are happening. We're we're you know we're moving the ball mm-hmm. further down the court, and um, yeah. excited about some really fun, interesting opportunities and. Good. We've got some good toys to play with. Yeah, and the more toys you have, yeah. the less I'm required. So. That is not true. <laughs> Stop it. 
Uh, Killing me. Well, that's hey. Speaking of wireless mic packs, those would have been good to have on Kill Game. Yes, they which would have. you are still editing. If I hopefully think I'm correct, we yes, I am editing proxy your demands. My demands? Yes. <laughs> Your demands. So, uh, hey, I'm just throwing Alex, out ideas. Me and buddy. Alex have uh, co authored, co created this Kill Game project, which I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing about. But yeah. it's a great little film. Um, we got it down to about 18 minutes. So it's definitely not like, you know, 10 minute film festival gem. But we're hoping that maybe there's a f- festival out there that's looking for some really rich content. Yeah. That fits right at about 18 minutes. Yeah, so 20. Runtime. I mean, we're, yeah. you know, it's not too long. So I think it's turned out good, though, honestly. Yeah. Like, in my opinion. It's it's really coming together. Entertainment. One of the things we're working on right now is I chose, I, I built my cut, my, my rough cut, I built it on the performance. True. So sometimes the best performance was in a wide or like an extreme wide, and I went with performance over specific framing or shot selection that mm. best told the story. And my good friend Alex here, master of visual disaster, came in and was like, I don't know, man. It's a really intimate moment. Uh, we should be tight. And I was like, all right. So we tried some stuff out, and it looks great. It's definitely better sticking with his recommendations. Sound like and you're so surprised. Now I've and got... And I'm really just surprised <laughs> to say that it no, kind of worked. I didn't... No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, and but now yeah. I got to go through and apply the the rest of those moments. Yeah, at least audition them. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's going to be good. I think we're we're you know near, nearing the finish line, and then after that we're gonna hand it off to Adam. Hand it off to Adam here. Get into sound and color at Sound Images. Yeah, here in Cincinnati. Yeah, Ohio. we're in Studio B. Sound Images. These guys are great. They're Always doing cool stuff. We got big projects coming up with them. Um, so if you need help yeah. on sound, holler at these guys. Speaking of that, sorry to throw it back here, but yeah. to awards and speaking of sound images, they something got one. that we collaborated on with them. That's right. One best sound design. Right? Yeah, yeah. We uh, we did some spots for Armstrong. We talked about with Laura Linville, art director, uh, yeah. the last show we had. And the kicker, like the, the yeah, the kung fu master. You know, performing in his grandmother's basement, who kicks a hole in the wall. Yes, got best sound yeah. design. Um, it was awesome. Pretty sweet. Yeah, so that, that's cool. Congrats to them. So uh, yeah. I think we put that on up on the website. You can check that out. We did, yeah. yeah. But we're going to do another blog post. We are. Recapping this show. We are. And uh, it's been great, man. I'll tell you what. One thing that we have not done recently, hmm. um, but we are going to do, I promise to you, uh, things have been busy, but we're going to ramp back up, is getting some of these new bourbons featured. Yeah, we so, haven't we haven't really done that. I've got uh, some brands I'm reaching out to. Cool. Hopefully they'll be connecting. Very and, cool. Um, I think you've you've got some brands you're connecting with. I do. Yeah, we've got some good things in the works. Uh, speaking of, and just so you guys listen, you, yeah. you, you listeners know, uh, year one we came out hot and heavy, and we were trying to partner with anybody and everybody. Obviously, we wanted to get the show out. Um, we definitely heard some feedback from our fans who said they really loved the film talk and. So that's what we've done. We wanted to get back to our roots, and and so we've given you nothing but film talk. Yeah. Um, we've had a great list of people in production on the show, um, and it's just we got to find that balance. You know, talking about real projects, real work, mm-hmm. but also featuring cool content, cool partners of, yeah. of brands and, and things gear, that people gear and bourbon. Yeah, that people want to hear about. Yeah, so maybe it's a you know once a month thing where we have a, a gear partner or you know a bourbon sponsor or something like yeah. that. But I yeah, people are digging the film heavy with a bourbon. 
a bourbon side chaser. Bourbon twist. Bourbon chaser, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, um, but speaking of cool people, uh, we actually, next week, uh, we're going to be chatting with a dude uh, whose project's going to be featured at South by Southwest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you we couldn't get him, him on today. We were trying to get him on today, but our, our schedules just didn't line up. Um, but definitely Did, stay tuned for that. It's going to be a really interesting chat. Yeah, is it is it happening for sure? Yeah, absolutely. We uh, just say who it is. I have confirmation um, for next Wednesday or next Thursday. We're going to be uh, chatting with this dude to talk about. It. It's an animation music video. Yeah, it's really uh, good. Stop motion music video. His name is Nathan Johnson. And if you want to check it out prior to the show, uh, it's called uh, "Changes Everything" by Sun Lux. Yep. So. Check it out. Uh, we're going to be chatting with him about how he actually went, uh, went about it. it. Involves something like- You've heard the song. Thousands of- Oh, yeah. Everybody's heard the song. No, 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 changes everything. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, see? We just- I played that off my phone. That's what it actually sounds like. Um, but it was all like push pins in elastic thread, and it's all animated. Yep. It's amazing. It's really cool. So, well, it's stop motion. Yeah, but that's animation, form of animation. Kind of, but you know. Yeah. These days, if you say animation, you're thinking like. Like Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. Well, stop motion. We'll say that. Stop motion. So it's going to be cool to chat about that and then also talk about um, kind of South By. Yeah, he's doing the South By thing. We were going to do the South By thing. We were. We're getting tons of emails about Here's a funny (laughs) story. So we were originally trying to get passes for South By and. Mm -hmm. Here's press, what, press passes. Here's what yeah. ended up happening. We were denied press passes, and yet they still put us on the press list with our emails. And so, therefore, every vendor, yeah, every filmmaker at South by is trying <laughs> to get us to cover their project. So we literally get twenty emails a day. Oh, it's ridiculous! And we're skimming through them, and we can't undo it at this point. Nathan here was, I think, was one of those. Yeah, and, cream of the crop, rest of the time. Yeah, and so we're, you know, we're skimming through them and seeing if uh, projects jump out. But he wrote a really cool, like, yeah. nice email about connecting. So, so. we're bringing you the uh, scraps, the table scraps from South by Southwest. <laughs> no, not that. I didn't mean. I didn't mean that towards Nathan's project. I just mean like the stuff that you know. That's getting through to our emails, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No That's doubt. what I meant. I didn't mean that to be negative. Oh, um, Mr. All right. Chris Rock. Jesus. Jesus. Crying out Anyway, we got a lot of good stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh, this is, you know, what we do. It's we fun catching up bring cool up with stuff you. to the table. It's fun yeah. catching up, buddy. Nice little intimate moment. Hopefully, uh, next time, we'll have even more to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, uh, go check out on Facebook. Go find Daniel and Siri and Eddie and lapses. We're going to put those up on the site, but, uh, and then join us March 15th for the screening in Columbus. Yeah. Come hang out. Um, and as always keep, keep up on things at, uh, ftbpodcast.com uh-huh. at FTB podcast on Twitter at FTB podcast on Instagram. We're all over the place where all these things happen. These conversations are happening. Reach out, follow us, tag us, holler at us, discuss the Oscars. Yeah. It's fun. All right, man. All right. Well, until next time. Cheers. Cheers. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.